podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. We're, uh, we're going to have a look at John chapter 15 um, this morning. Um, but first, I just want to ask you a few things. They're, they're rhetorical questions. Don't feel like you've got to shout out and give an answer. Um, but it's fair to say that when things are so different and so different they have been, that we sometimes lose our routine. We lose the system to which we tend to work in on a day-to-day basis. Obviously, it was so much more difficult during lockdown to, to get out of bed before nine o'clock. Anybody else notice that? Or was that, that was just me. Um, but there's, there's only so many days where your alarm doesn't go off before your body starts to get up later. Um, that is something that I have definitely experienced over, over the past few months. When drastic change occurs, it can be hard to stick to any kind of routine, to remain doing things that maybe that we'd set up that were good for us, that were healthy for us even. Like so many, over the past few months, um, we as a, as a couple have experienced quite a lot of change. Um, I no longer work down in Leicester. Um, I no longer need to get up at quarter past five in the morning. Um, that you might be able to tell in my face that that's has that helped. <laughs> but but there was one thing that was a specific thing that I used to do. It was it was routine, apart from the getting up part. Um, was going for a run at lunchtime. That, that was just my thing to do. It got me out of the, the factory. It allowed me to just go and spend a bit of time in the countryside. It allowed me to breathe in some fresh air. And, and as odd as it sounds, I actually quite enjoy running. Um, but that has, that has drifted somewhat. And, and I've noticed that it's really difficult now to try and get back into that routine because, well, if I'm honest, my knee hurts. And if I'm honest, my hip hurts. And, and if I'm honest, well, I don't really feel like it. And it's difficult to get back into a routine when we've broken perhaps a habit, even a healthy one. And I'm sure we've all experienced that in some way or another. To, to remain doing good things, good habits, isn't always easy. It isn't always simple. But as we're going to see today, the word says that remain is what we should do. Not specifically about running, but remain is what we should do. In fact, in our verses that we're going to have a look at in John chapter 15, Jesus says the word remain eight times. Now, I challenge you to have a count up because I'm not saying that that's right. Numbers is not one of my things, all right? I've had a quick look. I'm pretty sure it's eight. But in those eight verses, John chapter 15, verse one through eight, Jesus says remain eight times. You think then that it's got to be really important if so much emphasis is placed on us remaining in whatever Jesus is talking about. He's telling his disciples um, of which we are exactly the same if we've accepted Christ as our saviour. We are disciples, we are followers, we are adherents of his word. So we're in this same picture. He's explaining to them that there are things that are good for us, things that we should be doing in regards to our Christian living. 
that they've got to remain, and this is a, a quip for you, you'll like this, you might want to write it down. I was impressed with myself. <laughs> we, we must remain faithful to be fruitful. I'm having that. You've got to remain faithful to be fruitful. And, and also that remaining faithful to be fruitful allows us then to think about what we've got to be doing on a day-to-day -day basis. It applies directly to who we are Monday through Sunday, okay? It applies to who we are. Remain faithful to be fruitful. Jesus talks about in this, these few verses about us bearing fruit. And, and being pruned for progress. I know the alliteration scared me. But being pruned for progress. Now, when we think about pruning, we can think, well, that's a little bit harsh, isn't it? That, that things are actually cut off. So when it comes to a fruit tree, that little bits of the fruit tree are removed in order for progress to happen for that specific tree. So it's pruned for progress, becoming more fruitful, and showing then, on our day-to-day -day basis, who we are and who we serve. Showing who we are and who we serve by bearing fruit so that people can see that you and I, if we put our faith and our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, are children of God. So let's have a read of John chapter 15, verse 1 through 8. It's going to be up on the screen. It says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, so they will be even more fruitful. You already, oh, sorry, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. I'll, I'll just repeat that. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Jesus outlines here one of the seven I am statements. And if you know the other six, then send them on a message to me later. Um, if you can, without Googling, all right, no cheating. Um, there are seven statements of I am, and Jesus here says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. Back in the Old Testament, Israel was often referred to as the vine. But as we know, Israel wasn't the vine that Jesus is saying here. It was a vine that actually failed, that didn't bear much fruit. But actually here, Jesus is saying, I am the true vine vine. And if you remain in me, then you will bear fruit. That gives us some responsibility that we have to think about that word remain. What am I going to do tomorrow? Well, I need to remain in him if I want to bear fruit. So it's a contrast, if you like, to Israel that if we 
remain in the Lord Jesus that we will bear much fruit. He outlines too that God is the gardener. He outlines that God the Father is the gardener. And God then prunes and cuts in order to keep his garden, what? Well, healthy and fruitful. Sometimes we, again, we can misplace the idea that if God's chopping bits off of you, it sounds like he's wanting to get rid of bits. Well, yes, he is, but not to your detriment, but actually to your furtherance so that we can bear much fruit. That's the idea. And this season that we're in, in more ways than one, is the time when this harvest happens, when the fruit is ready, when the fruit is picked, and the trees are ripe, and the tree, if it's good, will be laden with fruit. At this point then, for the gardener, it's, it's almost a twofold exercise. That the first job is to, to pick off the fruit and then to enjoy the spoils of said fruit. But also, a good gardener will be looking and saying, well, that branch there, it's got dead leaves on it. It's not doing anything. There's no fruit on it. That branch needs to come off. But also then, when I look at the branches that have got the fruit on, I can see that there are bits on there that aren't necessary. And in order to bring strength to that branch, there's pieces that need to be cut off. So that come next year, well, then that branch is going to bear so much more fruit. And, and again, it's important for us to think that a gardener, a good gardener, always wants more from his crop, doesn't he? A good gardener, or doesn't she? A good gardener always wants more yield year on year. And, and if we want to be in that position where the Lord is helping us to bear much fruit, well, the key for us, as we're seeing, and I've read already, is that we have to remain. The dead branches then are pruned away from the vine and the good branches are also pruned just a little bit. And Remember the quip, they're pruned for progress. If the gardener is in a position where he wants it to be more fruitful and he always does, then that's exactly what will happen. Now, of course, I refer specifically in my head to an apple tree because that's what I see um, when you walk around anywhere really in the in the UK you get to see an apple tree and the fruit that's on it there's so much fruit at this point and so many apple trees have been picked as you know but but Jesus here is talking about a vine again if you take it geographically so much more common something that you would have seen on a day-to-day -day basis and there are very specific Thing vines are and if you want to dig a little bit more there's so much more in the vine perhaps than you'd see in a fruit tree that, that we maybe see on a day-to-day -day basis and when you sit and read this section you see that all of those in the vine get a good old chopping did, did you notice that you see if we're in the vine or we think we're in the vine if we do lip service to being in the vine. You know, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. You know when you tick that box? But, but that's really all it is. I'm just ticking the box because, well, I didn't know what else to put. <laughs> you know, so much choice. And we're just ticking a box. Or maybe in our mind, well, we live in a country and it, and it gets less, but we live in a country that's a Christian country, so I'll give myself a tick in that box. 
No, what we're talking about here in these moments, and they're the, perhaps the branches that will be taken away, that will be cut away, but, but for us that say, well, I'm a Christian, not just because I say it, but because prayerfully you can see in our lives that that's how we live. I'm saved, redeemed, set free, so I want to live like that. Well, then if that's the case too, we're in a position where we are pruned, where bits need to come off. Now, it might be a lot easier for you to see the bits in me that need to be cut off. But, but don't be mistaken, because I can also see in you that there are bits that need to be chopped off far easier than you can. But remember, we worship a God, as Pat has already told us, that just, you know, because it filled the sentence and put the stars into space. We worship a God who knows you intimately. The Bible tells us that he knit you together in your mother's womb. So he knows the good bits. There aren't many, I'll be honest. When I think about me, I'm like, wow, not great. You put your own spin on that. But he knows the good bits and he knows the bits that need to be pruned away. When he looks at Pat at 22, he thinks there's a few bits there that need to be pruned. And, and then when Pat's in her 30s and then in her 40s, and then this morning, 86 Pat, we get the privilege of seeing what God's done over the years in order for a faithful servant to be telling us about how God has been in every single moment of our life. And this is what the Lord does, you see. There are things that need to be pruned off of you and me. There are bits that need to be removed in order for us to be more fruitful. And that's to bring glory to the Lord, that we can have these bits taken away so that more of the Lord shines through. Less of me, more of him. Isn't that our prayer? Isn't that our prayer? You know, that, that is what we should be praying each day. Lord, I know that there needs to be less of me and there needs to be more of you. So, Lord, help me today. Prune off anything that needs to be taken in order, Lord, that I might bear more fruit for you. A good pruning can sometimes feel a little bit harsh, but the good gardener knows what's best. And faith applies here. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That we hope to be more fruitful and we can be sure that God knows what he's doing. In fact, we can be absolutely certain that God knows what he's doing. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And I can say in faith, Lord, there's bits that I know need to be removed. You know better than I do. Let's have them gone because I want to be more fruitful for you. So, Lord, help me in these moments. So, for us then, today, in the change, in, in the noise, in the uncertainty, let's be honest, in the chaos, to be known as his can be quite difficult because there's so much happening. And also, we're so restricted to what we can and can't do. But if we want to be known as his then in the moments and the opportunities that we get, we're to display the fruit that God has so graciously given to us. And you know the fruit. It's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And the last one which I struggle with, 
You know the self-control? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You see, these are the things that we should be displaying in order that people can go, I don't want to look at Matthew. I want to see who is making him do what he does. And they look at you and they go, who is it that is pulling the strings? Who is this but God? And then we get to see and we bring glory to the Lord by the way that we live our lives. That's what our goal is, isn't it? To reach people for Christ. And the only way that happens, church, that's not by them seeing me. It's by seeing him through me. Amen? And that's the same for, for you. That we want to show who the Lord is by the way that we live our lives. That they might look to him. And if we want to do these things, if we want to bear this much fruit, then Jesus is really, really clear in these verses. We have to remember eight times in eight verses, we must remain in him. We must remain faithful to be fruitful. We've got to read his word. We've got to continue to pray. By God's grace, we're able to meet together. So we must do that. Sometimes we're able to do it in person, but also we are more than able to do it online. We can now switch on a TV and we can watch. We can switch our smartphone on and we can watch. It's healthy for us. It's good for us. And sometimes I know how easy to turn it off is. Been there. I have to listen to, <laughs> and I don't just mean to me. And we, we, we have this opportunity to take time out, to be in this position, to, to remember, to break bread together, even if that's just in your homes, just one of you, just two of you, just five of you, that we break bread together. Why? Well, we're remembering what the Lord Jesus has done for us. And church, it is so, so, so important that we do these things. We find it difficult sometimes to remain, but the word is absolutely clear today. Remain, we must. Now, I've done this demonstration analogy before, but um, when you look at that, it still looks quite pretty actually, doesn't it? This was picked from the tree about an hour ago. And it's already lost its luster where I pulled it off. And, and you look at that and you think, well, you know, it's nice. Stick it in some water. How long is it going to last? A week? It's going to last 10 days at a push. But we all know the inevitability of what's going to happen to this branch. You see, because outside of the life-giving nutrients... It will not last. It doesn't matter how strong it thinks it is. It doesn't matter how green at this point it is so happy to be. It will inevitably die. Now, you and I are in the exact same position. You see, because if we separate ourselves from the nutrients, from the life-giving source that is the Lord Jesus Christ, make no mistake about it, it will not be long before we're only fit for one purpose. So what's the key? The key, church, is to remain in him. Let's pray, and then we'll have a worship song. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for the opportunity that we've had to look into your word. And we pray today, Lord, that as we've seen, 
but it is so important for us to remain in you. We just ask, Lord, that you might just give us strength in these moments, that you might continue to draw us to your word. You might continue to help us to bring our praise, our adoration, Father, our worries and our anxiety to you. Lord, that you would just continue to lift us up in these times. We just thank you, Lord, that your word is so clear that as the Lord Jesus Christ spoke to the disciples, that he was very clear that if we want to remain fruitful, then we have to remain in him. So, Lord, help us to do that. Continue to shape us and mould us into what you want us to be, we pray. Lord, that we might be fruitful for you. We ask these prayers in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.